0: The podcast world is growing bigger every day and Himalaya wants to help you navigate it. Himalaya is a brand new podcast app where you can find every single podcast you love and some future faves. Whether you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya has got your back. Discover personally curated playlists and show your favorite podcasters some love with Himalaya's Tip Jar. It's free, it's the easiest to use, and they are adding cool new features every day. Go to your app store and download Himalaya. That's H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A. And don't forget to follow Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries once you're there. Alright, so that's what I'm going to use for every fucking single fucking time. Motherfucker, fuck, 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 fuck. Alright, here we go. Deep healing breath. Deep healing breath. What's up, everybody? And welcome to episode number 132. 132 uh, to Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries for Friday, March 15th, uh, 2019. My name is Josh Cannon, and I'm here with Mike Brown. How you doing, Mike? Doing good. Ah, fantastic. You sound very uh, ready to expound and talk for a long time about many different things. Because that's what we're doing this time around, folks. I don't even know why I'm talking like this, honestly. I don't know why I'm like, changing my <laughs> voice. But um, I-, I was like watching it. So I've been watching these old VHS tapes at night, like I'll get drunk sometimes and I'll like watch these old VHS tapes uh, that my parents recorded. I think I, already oh. me- I might've mentioned so this before. Is it from like the nineties? Yes. Yeah, so it's got, and it's literally just shit. My dad hit record on the VCR and just let it run. So you get commercials from that time period. That's great. Yeah. It's a treasure trove and it's more personal cause like my family recorded it and cause there's like there's youtube channels where you can go and watch stuff like that but i just like this is more personal because it's like my dad recorded this so it's almost like i'm watching what what he was watching at the time in in a way and yeah. um some 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 tony robbins uh infomercial came on last <laughs> night it was like you know that guy's a fucking goober it was back <laughs> when he was like the yeah he is he's a goofy looking motherfucker he's like as weird as he looked, I'm like thinking this guy's got to be eight foot. Cause when you're that tall, not, yeah. When you're (laughs) that tall, your body gets like this kind of weird contorted kind of look to it. Sometimes like the spine and all that. Cause you're Uh humans really aren't supposed to be that tall. Like as far as like your center of gravity and the earth's rotation and all that, it's, it's not beneficial to your body to be that fucking tall. Um, but he's only like six five, which is tall, but it's not tall enough to look as goofy as he looks. Well, I thought he was shorter than that. No, I he was a short guy. No, I mean six five is tall,
1: but it's not like no, it is. I, j- I thought he was like five foot something. No, like that no, was he's a...
0: he's tall, but he's not like he looks like how his body looks. I'm all I'm like, man, this guy's this guy must be like uh, that that Chinese basketball player, you know, like. Oh Yao Ming! Yeah, in that, isn't that Yao guy. Ming, I, I, Yao Ming, Yao Ming, Yao Ming, Yao Ming, Yao Ming, Yao Ming. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm I'm curious now to see that guy's. Oh, he's seven six. Holy shit! Yeah. yeah, and Shaquille O'Neal is only seven one. Yeah, what the Yal fuck? Yao was taller than Shaq. That is insane. Good lord! But anyway, I'm watching the Tony Robbins thing, and Casey Kasem was hosting it ah. for some reason.
1: Well, it's because he was big because he was in the one of the biggest trials of the of the decade. You know who Casey Kasem. He was. uh He's the guy because it's not the guy because I because you're talking about Casey Kasem, right? Or the radio, oh, the radio guy, the radio guy. Sorry, there's a different guy who's Casey something, him, whatever.
0: Mike, up. will you lay off the fucking PCP before we podcast? <laughs> Good lord. A PCP podcast. That'd be yeah. a whole. <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> but now, like, uh, I, like Casey Kasem was like hosting this infomercial. And Casey Kasem, he kind of talks like this. He's the voice of Shaggy. And he was on there and he was all like, uh, and Tony Robbins really is. His his solutions to life are fantastic. You're going to love it. And now we're going to go to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the. And you could tell that, like, that's just how he talks all the time. Like, he's just one of these guys mm-hmm. that was born with this voice that was meant for radio or hosting or announcing or whatever. Oh, okay.
1: And it yeah, was just I, really I get, cool.
0: So that, I guess that's why I was... It's
1: Kato Kaelin is the guy's name. Oh my gosh, But man. it's a similar kind of Casey Kasem, Kato Kalen. you know, like the kind of...
0: Yeah, Cato yeah. K- <laughs> was that doofus who was in the OJ trial, who was yeah. staying in OJ's back little bungalow while the murder took place. And he place. actually became a little bit of celebrity. Yeah, yeah, time, during that too. trial. Yeah, he. Yeah, Cato. The nineties. It's like I like the time, but it's, it was very stupid at the same time because. Of st- well, yeah,
1: because like there was this whole thing, like there was a big deal with him speaking his mind on Mad TV. Yeah, like the first season of Mad TV, Cato Kalin. Speaks his mind, and it's like, Who and why should I give a shit? And like, it, it that is not aged well at all. That segment,
0: yeah. Well, uh, probably a lot of those can be said for a lot of those. Well, see, the thing about sketch shows is they have to be so topical, you know, like, like a lot of uh, I've been re watching, yeah. Oh, I've been re watching The Simpsons to mm-hmm. um. And and a lot of their stuff it's still very funny, just because the writing was just so damn good on that show yeah. in the early seasons. Um, but yeah, a lot of those jokes. If you're not, if you weren't born in the '90s or or not '90s, like if you weren't born in the '70s or '80s and came of age around the '90s, uh, I mean, they made some like sight gags of like
1: laserdisc and like beta jokes. Like yeah, a lot of people like, aren't really kids, gonna get that. Kids
0: aren't kids these days. It's aren't gonna get a lot of the or, like. I get it, and I think it's funny. But like, yeah, I mean. I don't know. Like, we're literally going to have to explain, like, going and, and, and getting... Well,
1: yeah, it's like showing younger audience members the first few
0: seasons of SNL. Like, there's just to be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Up your nose with a rubber hose, everyone laughs. I'm sitting there going, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, and then... Well, I mean, Welcome Back, Cotter doesn't really hold up that well, but, I mean... <laughs>
1: the most memorable thing about that that I can think of is, is the song.
0: Welcome back. welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Why did I sound I think like I sing, was having I a stroke just then? I he sings better then? than that. Uh, <laughs> whatever. What the hell was that? <laughs> I was having a minor stroke.
1: You had a frog in your throat or something. So
0: guys, let me tell you what's going on here. This is Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries, a podcast normally about unexplained shit and the show, uh, the cult classic Unsolved Mysteries from the 1990s. But this time around, for this episode, for whatever reason... Uh, the number 132 is very special to us that's a lie don't know why i just lied to you but uh <clears throat> we decided we were just going to do a chit chat cast and we were just going to cover topics that you guys wanted us to cover uh we kind of came ca- stuff off the top of our head yeah <laughs> we kind of came to this conclusion last night when we both realized that oh we don't really have a big substantial thing that we can talk about um You know, I'm going to keep throwing out the busy card. I've been super busy. I've been trying to shoot this music video for my band Dancing with Ghosts. We have a song called Eyes Wide Open. Or no. Yes, Eyes Wide Open. Uh I almost got confused with that awful Creed song Arms Wide Open and I'm like, No, 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 not that not that We're you're, doing a, you're doing a cover of Creed now? Under the sunlight Welcome <laughs> to this place, I'll show you a half
1: Um But no Scott Stapp is that's pretty sad. Like he's dealing with mental illness.
0: Apparently he was allergic to alcohol. Like his physical body was allergic to alcohol. And whenever he would drink it, he would, it would, it would fuck him up in a different way. And he's like, yeah, I just learned that I'm allergic to alcohol. That's why I've been acting so fucking weird. I don't know. Yeah, so it it sounds sound, yeah, it does sound convenient, but yeah. So anyway, um, I've just been really busy shooting this music video. Any spare time I get, I'm doing the music video. Uh, not to mention that for the whole month of March, I have a wedding every single Saturday. So today, for instance, uh, mm. where I could have been preparing for a podcast episode, I was having to get my shit together to do the wedding tomorrow. And then the day before that, I had two gigs in one day. So pretty much as soon as you wake up, you yeah. gotta hit the ground running. Wednesday I worked out because I'm trying to stay in some kind of a physical shape of some sort and anyway I'm not going to bore you with my whole week but <laughs> suffice to say we've been busy um so yeah so this one we're we're um we're doing the chit chat we're talking we're taking topics we're taking callers folks um <laughs> honestly honestly if I wasn't so weirded out about people having my uh my own home tele- well my cell phone number there's no fucking home phone number anymore I don't know where that was coming from but nobody has landlines anymore, but uh, I would, I, 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 think, I think it would be cool to actually take callers on the podcast. Why would they do that with Skype? Maybe. Yeah. I know. It's it's just something I just
1: be afraid of too many people on the channel at once. And just cause like, you know, feedback problems. And then, and then how are we going to edit that together? Yeah. I you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's complicated. I mean, the fact that me and Mike were able to figure out this way that we, we, podcast and make it sound like we're kind of in the room together and not thousands of miles apart is amazing in and of itself that we were able to make this work and make it sound as good as it does so so i'm almost like afraid to mess with the formula and like complicate something i mean we and then then somehow we got like liz and samantha on the podcast Uh at one time and they sounded good and it was all that editing that i did to make it do that but uh yeah it was uh it's it's always trickery and mm-hmm. fuckery and sorcery when well it comes speaking to always- of trickery
1: and fuckery uh i definitely think we should mention uh the laurie laughlin uh incidents okay so just- can you give me a brief synopsis of that because
0: i saw something about it okay. i'm like
1: what the fuck so laurie laughlin and i think some other uh well-known uh, Hollywood. And she was. Uh, she was Becky chick. on Full House. Lori Loughlin, Aunt, Aunt Becky. I remember her in Rad, which you no, know, it's a, it's a pretty rad
0: movie. But she was most known for Becky. Yeah, Full most House. known
1: for Becky. Absolutely. And she
0: was fucking hot.
1: Yes. Good lord. Um, she is uh looking like she's gonna face some jail time. What for? Uh. Essentially, uh, falsifying uh, college records and stuff like that, so her, you know, kids could go to college. You know, um, I'm looking up the uh, exact case right now. I was
0: hearing something like they were paying off coaches yeah. and other people. Yeah, it,
1: it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, scandal going on because uh, it wasn't coaches. That's not what it was. So how are they gonna put it's a college end? admissions scandal? That's what it is. Uh, yeah, she's got charges against her in federal court. She was released on a $1 million bond Wednesday after appearing in federal court in Los Angeles in connection with her alleged role in a sweeping college admissions scandal that was going on. Because Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman. Uh, they were among 50 charged in a college admissions scheme. The scams ringleader William Rick Singer pleaded guilty Tuesday afternoon. I am absolutely responsible for it, Singer told a judge. Uh, Hollywood actresses Laurie Laughlin and Felicity Huffman are among 50 people charged in a $25 million college entrance exam cheating scheme, according to the court documents unsealed in Boston on Tuesday. The alleged scam focused on getting students admitted to elite universities as recruited athletes, regardless of their athletic p- abilities, and helping potential students cheat on their college exams, according to the indictment. Wow. Some of the parents spent between $200,000 to $6.5 to ensure that the ch- their children received guaranteed admission at the schools of their choice. Laughlin, best known for her role in the 1980s-90s sitcom Full House uh, and Huffman, who starred in 2004-2012 ABC hit show Desperate Housewives, were charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services fraud. Laughlin and her fashion designer husband, Massimo Gagnoli, agreed to pay bribes totaling $500,000 to bolster their two daughters' chances of gaining admission to the University of Southern California. Huffman and her husband, actor William H. Macy, paid $15,000 to get one of their daughters in limited time for her SAT test, the prosecutors say. Laughlin uh, allegedly told the cooperating witnesses that she would arrange for one of her daughters to be photographed on a rowing machine that bolstered the fake false claim on the application to USC that her daughter was the crew coxswain for the L.A. Marine Club team. In an email, Laughlin allegedly agreed to keep the acceptance of her daughter in the scheme hush hush. Now here's the thing about this. Like, I don't buy that she didn't have the money to pay her, you know, for her daughters to go to any school that they want to go to, period. Like, really? Why do you have to do this shady shit?
0: Well, because it's not about just having the money. You have to you have to, you know, get get accepted based on merit. And you know, this kind of shit is like. Well, I'm
1: not talking about a scholarship. Like that's what they're trying to do: give them a scholarship. Like you could just pay their way for any
0: college they want to go to. Yeah, but like you can't just like go to Harvard, even if you have a lot of money, right? Don't they have to accept you? Well, no, but USC absolutely. Like just pay your tuition,
1: and that's it. Like really? I. Have- and if you're the daughter of Lori Laughlin, yeah, I think you're gonna you're gonna be able to get in there
0: i don't know i don't really see her holding that much sway it's like oh aunt becky wants her daughter to i, I mean go to a nice college you no know? i'm just talking about
1: like you have the money usc is not the same as harvard
0: yeah i don't know about so that so it's
1: just one of those things that just like really like come on and then i heard that uh, from somewhere, I forgot ex- exactly where I heard it from, but I guess there's like from people who know the Laughlin family they're like, well, you know the daughters, they just wanted to go to college to party. That's wow. it. <laughs> wow. And she got fired by uh, Fuller House and Hallmark. Oh. They're just like, you're out of here. <laughs> so that's one, uh hollywood celebrity who got fired uh because of a scandal and that ties into a hollywood figure that just got reinstated and rehired uh after a scandal am i not am i not allowed to am
0: i not allowed to give my thoughts on the Lori laughlin thing you can okay for sure because you're just kind of like rolling like a. am like, just trying i'm just trying to like a steam train yeah like a steam train oh, okay yeah, that's a peter <laughs> gabriel song you could have a steam train if you just lay down your track anyway um yeah i think that the whole like this whole scandal is like uh pretty much what most people just assume is going on by these uh you know quote-unquote hollywood elite though i know i just yeah. said that Lori laughlin isn't you know that elite but you know She's up there she's done a lot Of stuff besides full house and she, that Show was in, went into syndication And I'm sure she got some of that pie or whatever And I mean it's just like This like ordinary people just assume This shit happens and then you know Hollywood is out there Trying to be these like the ultimate The ultimate SJWs and They're trying to tell everyone else how they should live Their lives meanwhile they're doing shit Like this behind closed yep. doors yep. Fucking hypocrites that's why anybody who like looks up to a celebrity for inspiration and everything that celebrity says is the gospel. And that it's like, you're deluding yourself. If you think that that person doesn't have skeletons. I I mean, I mean, I don't really
1: look at like, for example, I, I I do look at Salone as an inspiration, but not like every single thing he says and every single thing he does is like gold to me. No. Um, but his, his life story is very inspiring um and you know he a lot of his writing i mean the speeches he's done for you know uh, rocky babola for instance is just an amazing speech and very inspiring words but no i'm not going to be like oh everything salone does is a gospel absolutely not especially when it comes to his films lately cuz it's just a bunch of bullshit
0: <laughs> so uh i'm glad you could objectively like look at that and be like these are bullshit <laughs> and not be like everything he does is fucking awesome I ha- I can't stand people like that like for me doing YouTube videos is it bands for you Um yeah it, a lot of it is bands for me doing YouTube videos like for instance I did a YouTube video where uh, I was talking about the band Rush. Rush is a uh-huh. like a classic rock band. They've oh, been around since the 70s. Oh, you got Rush
1: fans that are like, you know,
0: and it's like, fuck you. I'm a huge Rush <laughs> fan, but the band, you know, they, they, they called it quits a few years ago. And I made a video yeah. saying why I'm not upset that Rush called it quits. Uh-huh. And then I went on about how the lead singer Getty Lee's voice has gone to shit. He doesn't sound good anymore. His voice is just like nails on a chalkboard now um they ju- just kept pumping out like reissues of albums like every year they kept uh-huh. they kept coming out with stupid shit like oh the the, the you know third the 42nd anniversary of 2112 we're gonna reissue it with these never I, I hate that term never before seen fucking photos or never be- it's like dude that is not a that is not a selling point to me like never before seen photo it's like who cares it's a fucking picture of them from that time period yeah. like like there were there are always some
1: deep tracks that have never been heard before but basically they're shit you know they're just garbage that they found like a
0: deep track that's never been heard before that's (laughs) that's completed and mixed and mastered yes that's one thing but some shitty uh recording of Alex Lifeson playing some crappy acoustic guitar that's most of the time what it is oh
1: yeah I know that's
0: because they're milking their fan base and that was the point I was making in the Rush video I'm like you know I hate fanboyism and I hate how people will just cling to the thing they love blindly and i felt like that was happening with rush and and you know i'm like they bowed out at the perfect time their last album was not so great and and if they kept going i don't see it getting any better because they got into this like this this weird like rush has always been a very experimental band musically and every like two Uh or three albums they change it up and do a completely different music style but I felt like their last three albums—they got into this weird, like, almost like new rock sounding rut where, like, all their songs were just these real, like, thick, chunky, rocking—you know—songs that really didn't have a lot of prog weirdness in it that that you uh-huh. came to expect from Rush. So I was like, you know, I, I think that they're kind of—I think they've said all they can say as artists, and I'm glad they hung it up. Oh man, the fucking backlash I got yeah. from some people, <laughs> like. Like, you know, you're not a fucking Rush fan. Like, their last album was a masterpiece. It was the best thing they ever put out. And I'm like, "You, sir, cuz most Rush fans are guys." Uh-huh. I, "You, sir, are are blinded. You are just so subjectively defending this Rush album. You're not standing back and saying, Well, let's look at this in comparison to all their other bodies of, you know, their body of work and like make an objective. No, to
1: them it's objectively. They don't even think it's a subjective opinion you know they think it's the objective opinion you know that no man you're wrong you know well
0: yeah to them it's objective but yeah. i'm saying like they are so sub- being so subjective about like say it's oh, yeah. a masterpiece it's like dude even even if i liked their new album i'd be I'm like i'm not gonna say subjective i'm gonna say delusional yeah, that's yeah. usually what it is yeah, i'm like, like dude, not <laughs> you, you need to pump the brakes on that whole masterpiece thing i mean like that would be like that would be like you saying uh uh you know uh what was it? The Untouchables was a crappy movie, a shitty Stallone movie, and then someone coming in going whatever. Oh, the Untouchables. I mean, The Expendables. The Expendables, whatever. <laughs> the that's, Untouchables. S- is- <laughs> whatever. Don't don't get don't get hung up on the syntax, Mike. I'm trying to make a point here. I'd be like someone coming in and being like, The Expendables was the best Stallone movie ever, just because it's the most like I don't know the most reasons. Well, The alone.
1: Expendables actually is a pretty good film. Like I, I'd be all right if somebody. Oh was well, speaking okay. Take a that. take a shitty Backtrace recent direct-to-video
0: movie he did where he's in it for like 15 minutes like that would be like like really yeah that'd be like someone being like that's the best Stallone movie just because it's the most recent one and it's like you are fucking delusional sir and you exactly. have no ability to be uh, objective so fuck you um, well yeah
1: it happens there's a lot of people like you know you, you said like what I got the fucking backlash for the KFC Robocop ads <laughs> <laughs> video like I got so much so fucking ridiculous. shit for that from people <laughs>
0: that's so ridiculous how so i gotta ask you man like because like i I, as a youtuber and by the way i'm getting like a hundred subscribers like every two or three days it's fucking insane good for you like i'm almost at four thousand subs dude like you remember like i've had my youtube channel like i almost kind of started it around like a similar time around when i started the podcast with you back in 2016 yeah. and you remember probably those days of me only having 200 subscribers and shit yeah. and like i just i just never like it like it, it's it's like the snowball effect like it, it the ball's starting to roll i got a few videos that are hot you know and good lord it's like every time i check my youtube i'm like god damn i'm getting close to 3600 god damn i'm getting close to 3700 and it's like oh i'm gonna hit 4000 soon at this I rate i still haven't cracked 15,
1: 15 000 yet but i'm getting there
0: <laughs> yeah i'm surprised you don't get in like advertisers hitting you up and shit wanting to work like i don't well it's because i don't
1: i'm not advertiser friendly josh you know it's where like a sailor and you know you know i'm honest about shit like i'm not like deep throating the latest marvel film
0: just because it's a marvel movie i that's crazy though because i mean you know usually they look at that stuff and they're like oh there's gold in them there hills you know like nope huh
1: <laughs> well first off i'd have to get uh uh monetized again but with how youtube is right now i, I just don't even want to deal with it because it's just a pain in the ass
0: but this, this circles to back to the that. question i was going to ask you like So I've been putting out these videos. My most uh, recent one worth speaking of is the Leaving Neverland, uh, an objective uh, Mm -hmm. look. And um, I haven't gotten a lot of hate on that one, honestly. Like most people... Most people are just coming in there. Well, yeah,
1: cuz you handled it you handled it well. Like you didn't try to take one extreme side, you know, like like other videos. Have well, the done, funny thing so. is I
0: tried doing that in the H3H3 video, which was another big video of mine, and I got so much hate. Uh, just just people oh, yeah. just people literally like down to the point of making fun of my looks. Like they just make, yeah. they were making fun of my lip ring.
1: Yeah, there was this fucking guy recently uh for uh the video I did about the Godfather Omerta trilogy box set, which is uh, really terribly designed uh the the holders for the discs are hexagon shaped that's they're shaped like a fucking hexagon they're not round they're a hexagon does it
0: does it does the disc even fit inside the
1: hexagon it just really really tightly fits in there and i got it used and a couple of the discs were cracked and i made a rant video about it because it's a pretty shitty design flaw and this guy just left a comment and he's just like, you know, basically he's all like, you're the biggest bitch on YouTube. <laughs> like, you know, your mom's basement, you know, blah, 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 you whiny bitch. You know, that thing. I blocked his ass and then I didn't even find out what he was doing on his Instagram until a friend of mine pointed it out to me. This fucking guy goes on his Instagram account and talks shit about me. And it's once again he's calling me a fucktard, and the you know, all he does is just come up with shit to bitch about. All because you, you know made he fun does of is just packaging? bitch about Yeah. That- all because I pointed out how horrible the packaging is on that box set. And he 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 puts a video, you know, where he, he had doesn't have a hard time taking them out at all. Just not that hard, you know, that type of deal.
0: See, that's the thing. He made though, a dude, reaction like... video to your. <laughs> yeah, he basically he didn't went... make a
1: reaction video. He just posted a video on Instagram of him pulled, taking the discs out. Dude, this this guy's
0: dad must be like the owner of this DVD packaging company or something for him to get that. (laughs) The Blu-ray packaging, yeah. yeah. For him to get that. No, his
1: name is his handle is the Blu-ray collector. This guy is fucking, you know, filleting fucking Blu-rays. You know, it's one of those collectors that like you dare besmirch the name of the Blu-ray. God, that is that is some.
0: You gotta you gotta (laughs) admit, Mike, that's some high level nerd shit right there. It is. Like, good god.
1: And the guy is just ripping me a new one he's got some of his butt buddies yeah <laughs> you know i'm like you guys are fucking morons like really all you and and i don't understand why people have to be like that like why do you need to be an asshole about this it's like what what's the point of it it's like these he's like oh he blocked me you know because he's a bitch no i blocked you because you're an asshole i don't want you on my comment section around my channel i'm sorry i don't have time for that bullshit
0: i gotta think that it's like literally 14 and 15 year olds doing it because i can't see like
1: it's not this is a grown-ass man i know it is okay because i've dealt with grown-ass men who are being
0: trolls and fucking dumbasses before that's insane that is so crazy that someone like i watched this uh you know since i did the michael jackson thing a lot of michael jackson recommendations are coming up in my feed and and yeah i'm sick and tired of this this whole
1: thing right now well like i i mean besides that it gets point mentioned on Facebook yeah. by friends and everything and I'm like I'm done with this I Anyway,
0: my no. my point is is that that this this video comes up of this guy and and it said something like an in depth analysis or a tutorial on Michael Jackson and sexual yeah. predators or something. And I clicked on the video because the dude looked so goofy. He had the he's like this old man with this. He looked like a like a fucking per, professor Frankenstein or some shit. And and he had <laughs> Doctor Frankenstein. He had these yeah. like circle glasses on, but they they were really <laughs> tiny circles, like the circle. Circles were much tinier than than the typical oh. Theodore Roosevelt circle glasses. These are like real tiny Harry Potter glasses. Yeah, like but even tinier than that. Like like just enough to Benjamin Franklin glasses. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, like Benjamin Franklin tiny circle glasses with these really thick black frames. And the guy looked like a complete fucking doofus. And he had this really high pitched voice. And he was like, "I'm going to tell you guys something about Michael Jackson." He so he is sounds a, like Pee Wee Herman he's a sex offender <laughs> and we're gonna break down blah 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 blah. and I wanted to tear in, like the junior high side of me yeah. wanted to make fun of this guy so bad but there was not a bone in my body that was like yeah let's actually get on there and do it I just thought yeah. in my head I'm like that's a goofy looking motherfucker and I went about my fucking day and I don't understand why other people can't do that like why do you actually go that extra mile to comment on a video and, and troll someone or make fun of someone like in my age H- 3h3 video people are just fucking tearing me apart in that video and, and, and left and right and the thing is is like I'm, I, I don't respond to most of them but sometimes I'm just like I, I'm, not, I'm like guys what do you want me to say like oh my god yeah. please stop you're hurting my feelings I'm crying so hard right now but
1: like it's like they don't I don't respond at all I just fucking I respond with the block button and I remove their fucking I don't comment even block I know people em. call me a bitch for that but you know I just I I have just learned to not fucking deal with that shit. So do you like, delete, do you delete your negative
0: comments? Cuz I leave mine. I delete them. Oh, you delete cuz okay. I just I
1: mean the ones that I leave up are one. there can be ones where we respectfully disagree with each other and I'm okay with that. Do you think it See, hurts? I, do I you think, think it hurts, hurts what, anything I, to delete comments or does it not matter? I don't think it hurts at all to delete the, the kind of shitty comments cuz that's fucking garbage anyway. Just take it out with the rest of the trash
0: yeah i just um, i just leave all my do you think other do you think bigger youtubers delete their negative comments they probably don't because they don't have the t- they don't
1: have the same amount of con they have way more comments to deal with yeah like if i started getting as many comments as some of these other people then sure but yeah like
0: no like my apple videos got like it, it's at like fucking three hundred and twenty eight thousand views right now there i get yeah. i get like 20 comments on it a day i there's no way Uh, and they're all saying pretty much the same shit oh yeah they're all saying like yeah "Yeah, apple sucks or oh fuck you apple's awesome and i just yeah it's like okay i get it apple sucks (laughs) apple apple's awesome and i just literally don't even read the comments I, i but with the guy who did the instagram video i'm like you know that was
1: pretty helpful like why don't you just like leave a respectful comment and say like you know i didn't have an issue with the set you know it's too bad you had some problems with it
0: yeah, I, I guess that's all you had to do. Why'd you people. have
1: to be a fucking dick about it? I just don't. But it's the age of anonymity, you know, on the internet. It's one. It's one of the worst things that has come with the birth of the internet to me, is the anonymous. I never use. Uh, I,
0: like I, I never use my anonymity like, uh, the like to t- for harm. Like you could, I could be Josh Cannon anywhere and on the internet, I wouldn't care. Like I'm not yeah trolling people i'm not like buying xanax bars from canada and having them shipped here i'm not you know ordering a bald eagle from taiwan that i can keep as a pet you know illegally i'm not i'm not doing any of that shit i'm not leaving jack are you sure
1: you're not are you sure you're not i know, doing those, are, those, I know those are all very specific
0: <laughs> examples that sound like i am totally doing that stuff but I, Cause I
1: could totally see it like oh my bald eagle uh, on my its way.
0: my, my <laughs> Portuguese Fabergé eggs have come in don't touch them <laughs> don't touch them why does it have a hazard sticker on the box don't you worry <laughs> about that i will uh, I will say though speaking of that like uh we we're, so we're getting like these colored contacts for our music video and, uh, and in america they want you to have a prescription and an american store won't sell you contacts online unless you have a prescription so i have to go to like all these overseas places to buy these colored contacts because literally like america the land of the free has all these regulations for stupid shit like buying a pair of contact lenses like you know like non-prescription it's like but they're saying like oh no you still need a prescription you need the exact eye measurement and this that and the other and it's like uh no that's the optometrist lobby going uh-huh. in there and making people go to the optometrist so they can get that extra bit of business because 10 10 or so years ago you did not need a prescription for that but they came in and started busting all these people for that kind of shit so now i have to order it all overseas um what, I don't know. It's just, there's so many regulations in America, uh-huh. but not where they should be, you know? Like, well, yeah, there should be regulations against kids bop in America. Oh, God, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made a status update today about kids bop. I don't really understand what it is. And for those of you who don't know, can- have you seen any of the kids Have you heard any of the kids no, bop songs? I, the reason why I brought it up was because I'm doing a wedding tomorrow and they wanted that song 24 Karat Gold by bruno mars and then on spotify the kids bop version came up as well and i was like you know what i've never actually listened to a full kids bop Uh song so i put it on i was listening to it and i'm like it's literally just a bunch of kids singing at the same time yeah and they change the lyrics around if they're it's it's fucking torture it's horrible yeah, like that's pretty much like what the the ninth circle of hell or whatever it is. Yeah, like now you must listen to all the volumes of Kids bop No, <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: like Vader. Yeah, you know, I... No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but that was bad enough that that was added in episode three and then fucking lucas in another special edition he added another no <laughs> at the end of return of the jedi
0: so there's this we have this listener zach weber he does a podcast called knights of vader and uh he's he's been with us since the beginning and mm-hmm. uh i like listening to his podcast now actually I, it's in my regular rotation and uh he's like you know he's really into star wars i just i want to play sh- I, I i want like to play that shit for him that clip over and over again and just torture him with that and see his reaction i bet like all the hardcore star wars fans uh i just want to torture them all with that stupid kind of shit yeah. and, and like pee you saw! like the stupid like cringy lines you know from uh, yeah. star wars and just just watch them as they squirm and are tortured by it because i'm a sick man mike and that's the kind of things that i like doing Footage from the holiday special. (laughs) Well, isn't the holiday special like it's a so bad it's good now generally? No. Oh, it's still just seen as bad.
1: Oh, it's just fucking horrible. Like it's not even so bad it's good. It's just fucking bad. The best thing about watching that is watching the version that has the 70s commercials in it.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Geez, I
1: don't even. Speaking of commercials. It's crazy. Like there, there's a there's a channel. I think it's like commercial eighties commercial heaven. I think or something or haven. Uh, That's a really great uh, channel because they're just always uploading ten minute, fifteen minute, twenty minute blocks of commercials, vintage commercials. I've noticed that like commercials from like the 80s and 90s are like better than like actual movies nowadays.
0: They dude, They put so much. They put so much uh, money into them. Like really sad. I was watching a car commercial for like not even a good car. It was like a fucking like Hyundai or something. And and it's like this. It's driving through this like shallow water and kicking up all these like rooster tails and it it, Uh like ends up in some like fucking Olympic looking stadium. And like the guy cut walks out of the car and shuts the door and then it cuts the black screen. It's like Hyundai, a different driving experience or something like that. And I'm like, for a fucking hyundai they're doing there there's this set that they have to build there's this uh-huh. like closed studio where they have to have this like shallow uh, pool of water that this car drives they have to hire a stunt driver yeah. probably and i'm like god but then when you think about it which i was thinking about today actually because i was thinking about when i was a kid and uh how you know and this is all cliche but like you know old man josh over here we didn't have the internet and this that and the other and then it's like I know one one of these days, my niece, when she gets older, is going to ask me, what did you do when you were kids? You didn't have this, that, and the other. I'm just, I thought to myself, you know, I, I guess, you know, we played outside and all that shit, of course, but we just kind of watched a lot of TV. you watched TV, yeah. yeah. That was the only way... No? TV and radio was the only two. Well, and I guess newspaper, but you know, I what did you rent movies too? Like hmm. you rent stuff from the
1: rental store? No,
0: we did, but you know, that was like a once a week. video games. That was a once a week thing. You know, you only did that on Friday. You didn't go up to Blockbuster on a Monday and yeah. rent a game. Did that you was, play video games? Did you have like a console? Yeah, I played what, video I played games, games. But but the point I was trying to make is that the television set had such a monopoly on people's attention that the ad. Adver- well, not anymore. Well, not anymore. But back in the day. They had such a monopoly that that the ad revenues back then from commercials were so much probably higher. Oh, yeah. So they were able to justify spending that however million dollars on a commercial to, you know, shoot a Hyundai drive. Like, you know, jumping over the fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, Roman. I don't fucking know. Some old thing. The Colosseum Yeah, the Colosseum. They could like pay money for that to happen. It's cost them like $200 million, but they know that there's going to be however millions of eyeballs on this commercial, not because they want to be there, but because they have to be there because there are only yeah. so many channels. And what else are you going to do? There's no alternative. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's the same thing with TV shows. I feel like too back in the day, like these TV shows, like all these killer ratings. It's like, well, that was the, there's w- nothing else on. Yeah. There's nothing else on. What else are you going to fucking watch? You know? Like there's like there's like two or three other shows competing for eyeballs and you divide that up amongst how many people live in America. Well, at least a couple million eyeballs are going to be on even the lowest rated show. Now the numbers, everything's just so scattered. I feel like it's like that in the music world too. But anyway, let's as we're almost an hour into the podcast,
1: <laughs> let's get to some. We could easily just split this up into
0: two parts. Well, you guys, yeah. you guys see now how like why me and Mike work as uh, hosts together because like there has not been a single lull in the conversation here, and that's how it's been since day one of us like meeting and us have having our first conversation. We just went off on shit. And we, we both have <laughs> some kind of mental thing to where... just stream of consciousness.
1: Yeah, I uh, guess that's what you... Control, I guess, controlled stream of consciousness. That's a good way to put it. Uh, apparently, my phone's ringing, so hold on one I'm second. I'm
0: going to grab a Coke. I'll be right back. All right, so we asked you guys um, to give us some, like, shit to talk about on here, and so we're just going to go through here, starting off with... Yeah, Chris um, Rogers. Yeah, Chris Rogers. Who is a? He's got this little logo on our group. Oh, by the way, if you want to join our group, just go to Facebook and search "Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries," um, and you'll you'll see the U U M.
1: And we've said this a lot, but it bears repeating. If you're a fan of unsolved mysteries, you definitely should look into joining the group.
0: Yes. So we have the legendary Chris Rogers, who is a maverick. He is a yes. uh, he, he is he is a preserver of the show he he cares more about the show i think than most people that i've met honestly he's unsolved mysteries preservationist yes so he's doing the lord's work as far as i'm concerned but he asks um uh, as far as topics for us to discuss, discuss how about film rise officially putting unsolved mysteries on youtube in the news of another unsolved Mysteries soundtrack released from terror vision
1: well with the youtube thing it's about damn time uh, I I was I'm honestly really surprised because that's going to eat into like people getting Hulu or getting Netflix you know not Netflix but I mean getting uh, Amazon just to watch Unsolved Mysteries, um because a lot of people are just going to watch it on YouTube now but then again it makes sense because YouTube is becoming more and more of a competitor to those platforms and. And the more uh, the the more people have access to the stack, the better, if you ask me. I mean, for the longest time on YouTube, it was just, you got
0: access to the Drek, which is uh, Dennis Farina. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I'm a little pissed off because I'm sitting here like you know we've been trying like the fans of the show yeah have been trying to like promote the fucking show promote awareness of the show for a long time and we've been getting struck down left and right by uh Tom and Jerry and John Cosgrove and Terry Moyer for those of you who don't know um and then they finally just released it on YouTube anyway and it's like Okay, does that mean you're not going to strike me the fuck down anymore? Does that mean that I can talk about your fucking show with the love and passion I have for it without having to worry about some kind of fucking legal repercussion or some fucking letter from your lawyer? Well,
1: I mean, we're not going to have to worry about that because we've rebranded our show. See, I think the thing is, well, they controlled it. You know, FilmRise, they got to deal with FilmRise, and FilmRise can do what they want with it. It's not really John and Terry who are uploading it. It's FilmRise. Like Filmrise created the channel and put the content on it, so I mean, I, I, this is one of those things where John, you know John and Terry already got their money and they're happy. But if somebody's trying to infringe upon their copyright or uh, their uh, what what's what's the IP right trying to infringe upon their IP, then yeah, they're still going to have a problem with it because they're old school. They're not going to change their minds on that kind of stuff.
0: So let's, like, let's look through the channel here. Um,
1: you know... I heard I heard something either from Chris or someone else that said, like, it fixed the glitches on certain episodes. Like, there were glitches on certain episodes? Dude, these... On Amazon? These Because ep- I, I don't remember there being glitches. Then I haven't watched the entire Amazon series yet because I've been trying to savor it. I haven't been trying to just, like gorge on it you know just have a fucking giant uh well orgy isn't the right word (laughs) i i i mean i I just didn't want to you know just have like it's a fucking buffet and just stuff myself oh god i'm I'm on the youtube
0: channel or their youtube channel right now and i'm looking through the season nine episodes and the fucking thumbnail for uh one of the episodes is the doofus from the uh, the aphrodisiac chocolate. Oh, my God. It's got his stupid face <laughs> as the thumbnail. <laughs> oh, my God. That guy, that fucking doofus. But, dude, these, these episodes, as I'm scrolling through the YouTube thing right now, they're not getting shit for views. Like... No, oh, it's early. Yeah,
1: but I mean, like... It's early. It's early on YouTube. It's early... I mean, look at the views for the Dennis Farina ones. They're, they're I don't want I don't decent. even I don't
0: even want to look at those. I, I know you don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my eyes.
1: Hurts your soul. I, they they better do. Cause it's not it's not just your eyes. It hurts your soul. Now, see,
0: here's the thing. It's like if you guys hadn't been so fucking anal retentive about people talking about your show, you know, with totally like fair use. Your views might be a little better than this, honestly, because I got a little secret for you. If I can speak condescendingly for a second, uh YouTube and websites like it are the future.
1: Well, yeah, they know that. That's why they made a deal with Filmrise. Uh it, I wouldn't I wouldn't look too much into this Josh. This they just started posting you, episodes. So are you basically
0: telling me to uh to call off my dogs right now? Yeah, I would. Cuz I wouldn't
1: look too much into it uh right now. Like if we're if we're looking at the the views like a couple months from now and they're still pretty low Mike then I'd be one, like, thing, okay. one
0: thing you'll learn about me is when you hurt me you've made an enemy for life buster <laughs> you really have when you hell have no fury like a Josh scorn like a, a, like a woman scorn or Josh they, they just <laughs> attack me at the end of that phrase yeah, I I don't know. I guess I'm butthurt that they got on to me. I don't like authority, and I don't like people telling me. Like I well, I think
1: that's lame too. I I just you know, you were honestly, you know, reached out to Don, and then he reached out to them, you know, out of the kindness of his heart to try to you know get something going between uh uh you you know me and John and Terry, and you know just
0: blew up in in. In our face i don't know what dawn's intentions were by doing that but he was the catalyst that you know i don't think he was int- it was like a snitch i don't think he was. Snitching. i don't know he's an investigative reporter he's probably well and, he, and he's you know he's friends with those guys so he might be like you yeah. know. well he might it might have been something like a cautionary like well better let them know that this is out here and i talked to y- you guys just so they know
1: yeah i don't think he was intentionally like you know you're infringing upon your IP, you know, why would he agree to even be on the podcast if, if you know,
0: yeah, kind which kind of leads into the next uh, question from Rob. Well, you didn't mention about Terrorvision. Oh, right. See, now okay. you're the
1: one that's steamrolling through things. Well,
0: <laughs> you know, I got on, a, I got on a roll there, and I got impassioned. Great minds think alike, so or make the same mistakes. So yeah, Terrorvision, uh, whose uh, main record. Uh, I don't want to say headquarters, but their main kind of record store where the actual owner, Ryan, works at. I, I you know, fortunately, it was, it's, it's in Savannah, Georgia, which is not very far yeah. from me. So me and Stephanie, uh, we rode up there last year and um, and we got to talk to the guy and... Yeah, that interview is on my YouTube page, youtube.com slash dancing with ghosts. You're going to uh-huh. have to dig a little bit to find it. But uh, yeah, I, I got to interview that guy and it was awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he was basically saying that, you know, he was trying to do the bizarre murders next. And I think that's what uh, TerraVision is, is trying to release the cues for. I'm pissed off because I haven't even got to listen to the fucking paranormal record that I bought a year ago because i want to listen to it on a record i'm not one of these vinyl purist guys by any stretch of the imagination but when it comes to unsolved mysteries music i really do feel like you need to listen to it on a scratchy record player
1: well i think you can afford a record player like go to a go to a thrift shop go to like a a flea market go you know i
0: could but i i want to get get a halfway decent one i want to get one with like yeah. you can buy new ones yeah that are like I don't know. I just don't want to get like one of those fucking Crosley, you know, record players that they have in Sears stores and like well, yeah, I know. Sam yeah. Goody and shit. I want to get like a halfway decent one. Uh, so I haven't even listened to that one yet. I think it's I think it's great. Have you tried? Like it's been a year. Like I want to get a nice record player. And it's, it's like, have you have you looked? Have you dug? I've have you, looked. Have I you, just have you hunted for one. I want to spend at least a couple hundred bucks on one to get a good okay. one, and I just haven't been able to justify that. There's other records I have too that I want to hear, you know. So and, and I don't yeah. have room for it in
1: my room where I, I wouldn't mind getting a record player one of the one of these days, but it's not a priority right
0: now for me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, um, it's just nice to have as like a collector's piece and when they come out with the Bizarre Murder, yeah. I will be buying that record as well. Yeah, it's
1: kind of like it's kind of like me with, you know, my beta tape player and, you know, my multiple laserdisc players, you know
0: yeah exactly so i think it's great that they're that ryan cares enough about this show and and if you saw that interview you can see that uh yeah. the, the you know when we talked about the uh tatum house ghosts or whatever and, and we both kind of got choked up a little yeah, bit
1: maybe have you ever thought about getting him on the show
0: no i haven't but that would not be a bad idea at all i should yeah i should hit him up that is not a, yeah, I don't know why I didn't think about that. Yeah, we could get the guy from TerraVision on this podcast. Yeah. Duh, man. What a dumbass. Why didn't I think about doing that a long time? I should have asked him when I was there. Yeah. Should have been like, hey, man, come on our podcast sometime. You can do it remotely. But no, I think that's great. I think that's great that, that TerraVision's doing I mean, doing we that. both
1: didn't come up with the idea until a year later, anyway. So, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's happening. What are your you have a did you have a defined thought on that? Well, I haven't really. Well, I've heard some of the the uh the tracks. Um, I refuse to really listen good. I refuse to listen to the rips that people I mean, I, it's fine if people want to do that for other people who they just don't care, you know, they just want to hear the shit, they don't care if it's on record or how they hear it. But for me, I'm just I'm I'm real weird about that kind of stuff. I'm very, you know, anal about that and whoa, well, you're you anal. Know. Um i don't know i'm just i just well that's kind of like me
1: with uh uh particular films like where i'm like i want to watch it on blu-ray you know well i want to shit i want to i want to watch it in hd you know And i want to watch the crappy vhs rip or or you know whatever is online right now I'll, I'll wait you know to check it out yeah so there's been a lot of stuff that you know i've just waited on and you know it's been worth it because it's like oh this this uh b-movie that i was curious about for the longest time it just got a new blu-ray release with like a ton of features i'm like oh that's awesome i'm glad i didn't buy the
0: older dvd you know yeah I, I'm, I'm a fan of delayed gratification yeah same you know? here honestly i mean i haven't bought a nintendo switch yet I, I really want a nintendo switch but i just i just don't have enough I mean, I could go out and buy
1: one and, you know... Sp- and I heard a lot of the games aren't that great. I mean, there's a, there's a good amount of games, but, like, it just seems like a Nintendo period. There's, like, a handful, like, what, 20 or 30, like, really, you know, good games, and then, like, a bunch
0: of other stuff that's just like, uh.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of them are are
0: Wii U ports. They're ported from the
1: Wii U. And a lot of people are saying that, like, the Switch is, like, the best console, like, in years. And I'm like, is it really? I mean, I haven't played it, but I I just, I don't... I don't know. Can this it, it catalog actually compare to something like the Super Nintendo? Its catalog like, it is
0: very similar to the Wii U's right now because they po- because the Wii U sold so poorly that mm-hmm. people didn't buy. There's some great games that came out for the Wii U. And that was a good video that you you did. On, yeah, it was on it the- was a great video and it got dick for views and it pisses me off to this day that that video got no fucking uh, attention. It, it like I'm really butthurt about that because I put a lot of work into that video and. Yeah, I'm not going to... Because nobody gives a shit about the Wii U. Uh, dude, that's how... Yeah, Well, see, the thing is, is it depends on who you are because there are some YouTubers yeah. who made, you know, Wii U still worth it in 2018 and they have a... Well, of course, yeah. They well, this... they already have, like, some
1: crazy established fan base already they are rabid and will watch anything they put out, so...
0: Yeah, and I guess I didn't have that. But anyway, um, no, they're just ported over from the... A lot of the games have been ported over from the Wii U onto the Switch, so it's like, I already own essentially a quarter of the switch library just in all the wii u games that i have they're just so no wonder you're like well i want to play breath of the wild i want to play breath of the wild and that's that to me and maybe mario odyssey honestly i'm not that big of a super mario fan um i know and
1: i think you could were you just waiting till like you can get him for cheaper is that it
0: well, that's that's the smart thing too with technology. Like, if you wait, technology always gets cheaper. I was reading through. I've been reading through these rock magazines in the bathroom from like two thousand. Like the older rock, the rock, <laughs> like revolver magazine from like two thousand and four, two thousand and five. I thought you were like hard and heavy from like nineteen eighty six. No, no, no. Know? Like old to me. Like when I was a teenager, like two thousand four, yeah. two thousand five. I've been reading through these magazines, and they have this tech page like toys Uh, tech toys or whatever Uh check this out they had um i almost want to get the article and read the description of this fucking thing yeah let me grab that real quick hold on (laughs) keep saying stuff mike so i don't have to edit here okay um
1: so i I mentioned hard and heavy and i know a lot of people are like what is that a porno like it actually is i think it was a, a heavy metal magazine that either there was a print version Uh, But there was also, I know for sure, there was also a videotape version. Yes, like, in the 80s, there was, like, a video magazine called Hard and Heavy with, like, interviews with Poison and Guns and Roses and, you know, Cinderella and shit like that. Uh, Yeah, a video magazine. You remember those? No, not at all. That was a thing. No. Yeah, I was talking about Hard and Heavy is actually a, a video magazine. A heavy metal video magazine That had like 10 or 11 volumes Or something like that That comes comes dangerously close to
0: my uh, Pornography company Hard and heavy and horny
1: I mean that's what I was talking about It sounds like a porno Hard and heavy sounds like a fucking porno It does not sound like... A, a magazine title for uh, a heavy metal magazine. I never
0: just, understood that to when they would tag porno, like uh, pornos with uh hot and horny college co-eds. It's like, how do you know they're horny? Did they tell you, <laughs> <laughs> did they tell you they were horny before you started the, uh, the broadcast? I, I just, I just think of like, when I think of like people
1: telling you that they're horny, I just think of the, you know, the, the apocalypse now, you know, me so horny. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Anyway, so this article... Okay, so get this. I feel like this is Jay Leno show right now. Okay, so, so get this. You gotta take a look at this. This is from June 2004 Revolver Magazine. Take a look at this here. No, uh, so they have... This is...
1: God, is so fucking annoying. I never really... I could never get into Jay Leno. Uh, so I don't understand the popularity of that guy. This big chin. He had a huge chin. He looks like that fucking guy from Beetleborgs. Y- you know? Yeah, you lost the me. The fucking blue guy with the chin...
0: <laughs> oh i think i know you're talking about but i think that's
1: the point like he was a parody of jay leno period so that's 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 why
0: so this is called toys for the addict it's um spanking new gear basically is how they call it wow spanking new yeah. gear really okay so this is like i said this is from 2004 check this shit out fujitsu plasma vision tv this 55 inch widescreen monitor incorporates a high definition. 1366 by 768 pixel panel so basically 720 definition Uh for crystal clear hd tv and progressive scan dvd signals and also features fujitsu's exclusive e alice image enhancement technology which is probably some bullshit so this is a 55 inch 720p tv how much do you think this was going for in 2004 mike
1: uh close
0: to a thousand hmm. silly fool you must shop at the dollar general this tv went for eleven thousand nine hundred and ninety nine fucking dollars i
1: was somewhat close no not, not really even. <laughs> not at all hundred <laughs> ninety-nine.
0: Twelve Jesus grand fucking for a 55 inch A 720p monitor that that is insane
1: and that is not worth that much now dude
0: oh a 55 inch 720p monitor if you could even acquire one that low quality it would be like well here's the thing
1: i mean some of them are there's a new thing where people are actually looking for Uh, monitors like that because for example older game consoles look better on older tvs and uh, they also like collectors of laser discs and stuff like that you know they buy the older tvs because the crt tvs because it, it, it looks better
0: well, see, that's the, the thing. They are going to be looking if if you're going to go if you're going to go that route, you're going to want an actual balls to the wall cathode ray television.
1: Yeah. One of the- They're giving shit, they're giving well, not necessarily. I mean, for example, what Angry Video Game Nerd has for, you know, it's not a cathode ray. It's like a early 2000, like a mid-2000s TV. That's what it looks like to me.
0: Well, the The, the CRT The TV. thing is is basically like There's no benefit to having uh, like a one of those early generation kind of plasma TVs because it's just obsolete at this point. It's not old enough to really have an advantage, but it's not new enough to have any kind of advantage either. Yeah. Well, the problem that a lot of those old TVs had
1: is just they're fucking enormous. And they're They're, they weighed like fucking 50 pounds at least more than that.
0: And the and 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 I mean
1: they weighed like what felt like a ton. I remember a story like we were trying to because grandma, my grandmother had one of those big giant fucking tube TVs, and finally started to go out. And I remember, you know, we're trying to you know take it and put it you know in the back of the pickup or the back of the car, you know, take it to the dump or take it to the you know Goodwill or something. Well, it was the dump because it's not working, so. I remember troy trying my my stepdad trying to like lift the thing and 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 mom and mom and i are like and my grandpa was like you're not gonna be able to do that and he's like no, oh, i got it you could do it you know it's like manly man you know i got this shit and he's like oh you know <laughs> he, i'm like yeah uh <laughs> You're going to throw your back out trying to lift that fucking thing. By, and he he's just he keeps trying to... He eventually stops. He's like, I can't do it. Like, exactly. Cause it's too fucking heavy. Like, you're not going to be able to lift that up by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just so impractical. Like, it's one of those things you look back at. He was like, why the fuck did we bother with that? Did they have to be that heavy? Like, is it one of those things where it did? it just was that heavy for that long because you know people just paid for that and you know
0: that was it and so on and so forth I mean, yeah, like there back was in the technology day, like, dude, for like lighter TVs my, but like we didn't really bother well my family would buy a big TV for the living room i mean that TV was expected to last at least a good 10 years i mean it, it, yeah. and for a while there when like kind of 480 was the maximum and I'm, I'm sick of this shit about, like, 480 getting a bad rep. If you have a... See, a lot of people think of 480p definition, and they think of a crap... Well, it's not 240p. They think, they think it, of a YouTube video, and they're like, oh, like, 4... Which is 240p.
1: Well, no, yeah. like,
0: like, on YouTube, 480 looks like crap because it's compressed. Because YouTube has their own compression yeah. codecs that they use. But if you get... Well, it also depends
1: on the f- type of 480, because sometimes there are 480p videos... Like like a
0: VHS rip or something or a trailer that actually looked pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, I have this music video collection that is uh, that was released by uh, Palm Pictures and um, they the, all the videos are in 480, but they look really good um, because it's an uncompressed signal. It's it's a, the complete you know, signal with no kind of weirdness. Well,
1: also, I mean, if you have a newer TV and a, a newer Blu-ray player, like, they upconvert convert things nowadays. So, the there's the Beavis and Butthead DVDs that I got, like, the original DVDs from Time Life. I watched uh, uh, one of the first compilations uh, last night, and it looked really good on my 4K TV. Like, it really did up-convert really nicely. So, um, and what I really like about my player in my tv is that um there's so many things i like about it because initially i was like i don't need 4k fuck that you know it's a ripoff but like now that i have a 4k tv and a 4k player i'm like yeah i can see why people upgrade like this is this is way better than what i had before why because i don't, Cause I, I, I don't sure. understand
0: i could to me i'm still of the mind that 480s or 1080s is good enough like why do i need a 4k tv
1: uh it just depends on what you're looking for um no, because I, what I was doing with 1080p was like a Westinghouse, so I never didn't really have like a high-end 1080p TV to begin with to compare with it. So
0: I think it, I, I, I just
1: noticed like brighter colors, you know, more detail, you know, that kind of thing. I think it'd
0: be cool to have you a uh, 4K TV. To uh, I'd like to get like a PS4 Pro and like run my games and like super oh, games for sure. Yeah,
1: like games for sure. Like if you're you're know, wanting to do that. You know, with newer consoles, absolutely. Like that would look amazing. But even the films I got look great. I mean, really, what 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 it comes down to is the what the format and like what the quality of the of the the film or the show is. Period. When it's put onto the disc, because if it's uh, non anamorphic, then yeah, it looks like ass. But it looked like ass before anyway, because it was. Really not handled. It was not very good. It was not a very good print. It wasn't I hate non-anamorphic widescreen. What does that even mean? I don't I don't know
0: what that means.
1: What what it is is like when you get like an older DVD and you put it in like for example your newer 1080p TV or whatever, and you got the scrunched widescreen, like it's it's like squeezed. Yeah. Or it's not even filling up the entire screen. Like, it's like a little, there's like, a, it's in the middle. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. all pixelated uh-huh. and shit. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That is garbage. <laughs> that has not aged well at all. And there's no way to fix it with modern TVs. You can zoom in, it still looks like shit because the quality wasn't that great period when it was put onto. The- I mean, I have Laserdiscs in widescreen that look better than, than the ones that are on DVD. I think some of them actually literally were just Laserdisc ports. They were just slapped onto a disc. And they're like, Yeah, hey,
0: there you go. It's a widescreen. <laughs> All right, let's get to our next question. <laughs> our next statement, rather. Um Ever thought about getting Don Devereux back on the podcast? Not really. Not in particular. Um He may or may not have dimed me out to John and Terry. <laughs> so yeah. And I mean <laughs> honestly, like I kind of got his I kind of got the info that I wanted from him. Like he kind of expounded on the whole Danny Castellaro case and yeah. all that. And it's like, that's, that's, that was the first guy I ever got on our show that was from unsolved Mysteries. So I was like, wow, that's incredible. It would be nice to get, you know, other
1: people from the show. Yeah. Like, like
0: I, it's been, we've been long overdue, but honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't think people cared that much about when I got people from the show on our podcast. I think maybe that
1: was so early on though. Part of it, you know, we was really early into our podcast, Yeah, you know, so maybe more of our newer audiences would be more, more, uh, into that, especially if it, but maybe not. I don't know. I I mean, maybe they're more interested in like the cases and not necessarily the show, which is, you know, and and there are a lot of people who are like, I mean, Chris Rogers for sure, you know, and some of the other, you know, members of the group and people who are listening. Um, But uh, my personal favorite, you know, was our interview with the DP. Like, that was just, that was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was interesting.
0: I wish we could have gotten other people like that, the crew and all, you know, give us more of the inside and out on stuff like that. That was really fun. All right. Up next, we, from Helen, um, we got, um, uh, this has been asked before to us. uh, What cases do you wish Unsolved Mysteries had covered? Uh, yeah I, I don't sound so happy mike um well it's because
1: it's because it's a hard question because it, they covered almost every single case i remember saying i remember was saying the uh, kennedy that, Ass- wasn't
0: didn't we both say the kennedy assassination
1: at one point yeah that was one that i definitely would have liked to have seen from them oh uh, is the kennedy assassination
0: they didn't really do stuff like this but it would have been cool if they had like touched on bohemian grove and the strange strange legends kind of yeah bohemian grove would have been cool uh, jack the ripper that would have been interesting yeah i mean they did historical cases like that like the boston strangler they did him you know and that was an old case by that point so it wouldn't have been completely out there if they had done jack the ripper um well i mean they did stuff like they did the they went
1: back in the past with the western stuff like billy the kid and such
0: and such like what did if we they do were the still brushy? Alive, did we cover you know? the brushy bill segment the billy kid i i think we did if, if not that's what we're doing next week i loved that segment that <laughs> was i loved it for like the wrong reasons I, i'm sorry i have to be a hipster on that one and be like it's yeah. so bad it's good have you seen young guns
1: too because there's a little bit of that brushy bill kind of kind of stuff at the end uh uh-uh. no i haven't
0: and then uh Helen asked if Josh will ever see airplane. I you know <laughs> Yeah yeah come on man. I know I know it's on my list. Robert Stack's in there and he's yes, younger and Robert Stack funnier. is in it. Uh I know. I need to see it. All right, moving on to this. Okay, this was a hard one. We were kind of dreading this one, but we're gonna off the top of our heads, we're going to try to make it happen. So Corey asks, top five movies that Josh must watch and top five albums that Mike must listen to. Okay, I just thought of something off the top of my head. It's not five. It's just John Carpenter films. Okay. Like... I'm, I'm, I'm actually writing these down because I'm taking this seriously. So, uh, and I, I think you've seen some of them, I think. I don't... I'm not oh, sure. Don't I overestimate mean, my abilities, Mike.
1: John Carpenter's the thing. Have you seen that one? Then absolutely, that's a must see. Uh, Escape from New York, Big Trouble in Little China. I think I have seen that one. Escape from New York, no, or Big Trouble. Big Trouble. Okay. In the Mouth of Madness, and I'll probably go with They Live. Christine's another one too, but I think you've seen that. Is that the Stephen King one? Yeah the car you've seen that, i have right? not okay christine okay well because you'll notice that keith gordon i i look you know he and i look pretty similar like if i was like clean shaven and everything and had a little longer hair yeah so i think you might have a get a kick out of that just be like you know oh mike's acting crazy now oh. <laughs> should not have fucking got that car
0: all <laughs> right so the five albums that i want mike to get hip to would be pink floyd animals okay uh the smashing pumpkins melancholy and the infinite sadness all right good so pink floyd animals smashing pumpkins melancholy and the infinite sadness Sets a pretty 90s title yeah uh, it doesn't sound 90s though these are all in my opinion uh, these are like landmark yeah. like if you like these then you then melancholy in the
1: infinite sadness because it does sound like it is you know one of those like uh tumblr posts you
0: know. yeah from, you know, but some do, but billy corgan invented <laughs> that this was 95 we're talking <laughs> yeah. about billy corgan like ushered that shit in um yeah uh, another one would be uh nine inch nails the downward spiral okay I might have heard some songs from you, that. I'm sick
1: and tired of hearing that. What was that song they're known for? I want to
0: fuck you like an animal. Yeah,
1: I, I'm sick and tired of hearing that Dude, song. Dude, I'm telling you. all the time. I hear the censored version on, on the radio all the damn time now, like when it goes off to wake me up. Like, I, there was one week where it was just like constantly, I want to you like
0: an animal. It's like, what the? Yeah, but dude, I'm telling you, that album is an well. All these albums are experiences. These are not merely sure. albums. These are like like once you get done okay. listening to the downward spiral, you feel like you just went down a downward spiral. But in a so that's the name of the album. Yeah, right? the downward spiral. It makes you feel like drained emotionally and 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 physically, and you just. I guess I'll wait to listen to that. But one. it's like it's, it's beautiful you know. though because it makes you feel that it's not it makes you feel yeah. it so hard and that's what art's supposed to do it's supposed to make you feel uh-huh. uh, So another one I'd like to you to get hip to is um, uh, I need to pick a Genesis one uh, I, I'm going to say uh, dance on a uh, no, it's a, a trick of the tail by Genesis that's when Phil Collins okay. uh, no you know what no scratch that uh, the lamb lies down on Broadway by Genesis you need to get some Peter okay. Gabriel era Genesis in there Peter Gabriel's last album with the band before Phil Collins took uh-huh. over so it's Genesis. The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Because I still, I like, I, 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 know Peter Gabriel was a solo artist. Yeah, like, and he's an f- amazing from. solo artist. But you, this is a, uh, this is a must listen. And mm-hmm. then the fifth one would be um, where I'm at right now. Uh, it would be um, uh, Songs of Faith and Devotion by Depeche Mode. Okay. So those are my five albums that if Mike listens to that or if any of you guys out there want to listen to those five <laughs> albums, you will get a feel for who I am, what I like, what I'm into. And and these are all uh, not just my opinion, but these are all uh, critically acclaimed. Well, Speaking of music, I could just think of some stuff off the top, not albums,
1: because I don't really remember albums off the top of my head. But I remember some some bands that are... I've been recently uh, listening to a lot of Asia I like Asia. They were, they were a super group, yes. Um recently I heard a song from their I think it's Astra album that I've never heard before called Go. It's like a really catchy fun song. Got some nice uh guitar uh riffs in there. And uh, the music video is is so is really 80s but like in a good way. Um apparently it had a lot of airplay on MTV, but this the the the, uh, the song it was a single on their album and didn't really do that well um so i really like uh you know asia i'm big into asia i, I love soundtracks and i know you're not really into that kind of no stuff, i like so soundtracks really too <laughs>
0: I-, I think uh, like, uh the lost highway has one of the best soundtracks in mm-hmm. in uh like alternate that 90s alternative kind of but i mean the kind of music i like is like you know aor
1: you know uh, 80s you know aor type music which i, I don't think you're it's big into you know, like this, the tracks and stuff that were on Top Gun, you know, which is which is my favorite soundtrack is Top Gun. Um, but there, there are there are other, you know, Batman Forever I mean, has just, a pretty good soundtrack. That's a decent one. You know what? Speaking of Batman, one of my, my first introduction to Smashing Pumpkins was actually on the Batman and Robin CD. So you still to listen to that a lot. What song was it? Um, do you
0: remember what song it was? Uh, the
1: End is the Beginning is oh, the End. Okay. Or, or yeah, think? that's a deep that's a deep cut. Yeah, that's deep. Or the end is the beginning. I can't. Yeah, I, it's it's I a weird one. Well, I don't, even, I don't even remember how it's like. I would say the version that they did for Watchmen was actually the best version for me. Like that was a pretty damn good, damn good remix they did. Um, have you seen Watchmen? I have not. That's another one because <laughs> I I think it, you know there, there's there's uh, there's it a deal it takes place in the you know it has a lot of didn't uh, didn't Zack music Snyder direct that one. Yeah, but it's good Zack Snyder. This is like the Zack Snyder after 300. This is like when Zack Snyder seemed like a guy like you could really like okay, this guy he's got something going. Like he's the next big thing. Like I could see why people would would think that about the film. Visually just absolutely stunning that movie. Like one of the most visually stunning comic book films uh out there if you ask me. Like highly recommended. I mean the opening I think you just really appreciate the opening. It just starts with a Bob Dylan song, you know, it uses the song, the times they are changing.
0: And like are a little, I am.
1: but bam. Are you doing the Ben Stiller show thing? No, there? I was kind of more or less
0: going for the weird owl. Uh, oh yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Toyota's a Toyota, a dog in a pagoda. <laughs> I, well, I like Weird Al, too, yeah.
1: so Weird, Al, Weird Al's a lot of fun.
0: Alright, moving on to our next thing. Uh, Ashley, I would love to hear your thoughts on uh case behind the act that's coming out on Hulu, the murder of D.D. Dee Dee Blanchard. It's obviously not an unexplained case or anything, but it's really crazy nonetheless. Um, that would probably have to be a dedicated episode, I would imagine. Because uh, yeah, you know, we don't know anything pretty, about this. Uh, I, I don't know
1: anything about the case, and I don't think we would do it justice by just trying to give our thoughts on a case we don't really know that much about here. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like it's going to get like a documentary or, or a Mm miniseries. So maybe we should just wait till the miniseries or documentary. I mean,
0: make no mistake us speaking about something that we have no authority on is, is nothing (laughs) new to this podcast. If we didn't that. but, uh, uh, with this stuff, we try to at least, you know, somewhat get shit together a little bit. Um, we can uh, morgan says that we can always talk about her uh yeah you know morgan has been listening to our podcast for a long time she's from yeah. saskatoon saskatchewan canada which is a made up uh i'm amazed that you can say that without flubbing yeah that. well it's a made up dr seuss land where there's free health care <laughs> and bunny hugs and uh amazing ketchup lays potato chips um mm. any of our canadian listeners please for the love of god will you send me a bag of those ketchup potato chips already i mean i'm i'm begging at this point i am e-begging for those ketchup potato chips <laughs> um and she's uh. Uh, got a beautiful family and um she seems to have her shit together i don't know if yeah, i don't does. know if it's a big ruse and she doesn't have her shit together but she seems very balanced and um she's a she's an awesome uh awesome person and then yep. she goes, she gives us some other questions. Favorite foods, most hated foods, if you could experience any decade in any time, which would it be, and why? Can we go through these, like, one by one?
1: Yeah. Okay, so favorite foods, um, I really like pasta. Like, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of pasta, especially, like, really high quality, uh, authentic semolina. Italian food pasta. Do you like semolina? Yeah.
0: Sem- I, I don't remember. Semolina. What? What? Semolina. I, <laughs> semolina is the name of the pasta. It's called semolina.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking semolina. about. Semolina <laughs> sounds like an SNL skit. You know, like the one. Do you remember that sketch where they, it, it, Christy Alley's there, and they they go with she go she goes with her uh, fiance to like this Italian restaurant, and the waiters are all sexually suggestive and shit
0: yeah no i don't remember that that's a pretty funny one
1: um but yeah i really love uh, some really nice uh a pasta uh a killer burger like the peanut butter pickle and bacon burger God, oh that's fucking God. disgusting
0: you animal no you need to try it you're an animal you you need to
1: hey don't knock it until you try it man because everyone I know that's actually they're like ew but
0: then they try it they're like this is this is fucking good. I actually used to dip so, yeah. I used to dip uh, my pickles in peanut butter. God that sounds so sexual. <laughs> sounds like a f- dip my pickles. Sounds like a fucking Ned Flanders way of saying I stuck my dick in peanut butter. <laughs> I used to dip my pickles in peanut butter. You diddly widdly. Yeah. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think you're the first one who hasn't dipped my pickle in peanut butter. Uh, no, I used to do that and I liked it as a kid, but you know, like your taste buds change and shit you liked as a kid you don't like as an adult and vice versa. Well, yeah, I'm not I used to love gusher's,
1: but those just I'm not a They, fan they of those stick anymore. to your teeth like awful. Or 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 fruit by the foot or yeah, anything, like I, I just really... kind of
0: figured it's all just like sugar. You know, and sugar and like mm-hmm. uh, gelatin of some kind. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's kind of a turn off.
1: But I also, I, I, I love muffins. You know, I, I like cookies. Um, I'm a big fan of country fried steak. Like it's really good country fried steak. Love that. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's some of my favorite foods. What, what, are, what are you? I need some pizza, too. You know, of course, pizza.
0: Uh, I don't really like food that much i tend to stay away from it so can't really speak on this one no I'm just joking um yeah I don't buy that at all Mr Panera <laughs> Mr Panera I don't remember us agreeing on that nickname for me I didn't sign off on Mr Panera I guess it doesn't matter no uh, I like I like I like soul food honestly if I was to choose like a fair like uh just like go- chicken and waffles no like uh you know <laughs> fried chicken macaroni and cheese biscuits yeah. green beans mashed potatoes i like mac and cheese but like i you know i don't there are certain mac and cheeses i don't
1: like like i can't stand like the kfc mac and cheese that's oh that's just that like
0: that's like uh that's like the uh, frozen stouffer's mac and cheese you can get yeah. it's like literally the same thing i feel like the kfc mac and cheese But no, a good mac and cheese, you can't fuck with. It's amazing. Um, I I like, obviously, pizza, cheeseburgers, just anything awful for you that's going to kill you at a younger (laughs) age. You know, that's the shit I like.
1: I mean, I love, I love, uh, I I definitely love me some Carlos Jr., especially uh, the Western Bacon Cheeseburger. But anyone who who really knows me
0: from the contest we did a long time ago knows probably one of my favorite foods is a, a good old turkey sandwich. Yeah. I love turkey sandwiches. Hey, I like sandwiches too. Those are good. Least favorite food for me would probably be um, I hate Brussels sprouts.
1: I hate them so goddamn much. It's it's all about the flavor. Should I try them with butter? No, it still sucks. I just, I'm not, it, it's just not for me. It's just
0: that bitterness. If you have to cover food with salt, you can cover it in anything
1: it, and I could still taste that bitterness. If you have
0: to cover food in salt and butter to make it good, that means it's not fucking good. <laughs> you could cover a roach in like butter and salt, and it would yeah. taste all right.
1: Yeah. The the other thing I don't like is really don't like is is food that just has a weird texture to it. I, that really is a turn off to me. Um, there were some uh, low carb muffins that I, the texture was just disgusting. And uh, yeah, because you are making a muffin without any carbs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's not it's not gonna work. Or there is like these gluten free noodles like low carb noodles we got and i this you know like the entire family like our reaction was the same like grandma my grandmother she made some nice homemade chicken noodle soup with these noodles and it smelled delicious and you know we we take a bite and we all like don't say anything we're just speechless by how bad it is you know the whole thing where you're like slowly chewing and you're just like you're realizing like scrunching like what, your face up yeah. yeah yeah you're just realizing what 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 you've uh what you're eating and um we all lined up to the you know up to the sink you know to dump you know dump it to, in to the take trash. a dump the, to dump it in the trash
0: <laughs> do, 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 dump I it dump in the, the trash dump it dump it in. And, yeah, anyway all right so uh what is um, So what's your most hated food? My most hated food, oh geez. Um Tofu is disgusting. Um I get. Yeah, that's I mean maybe maybe I haven't had it made right or whatever. Um I'm not a, Is it a texture thing for you? It's just the smell. I'm not I'm not yeah. a fan of uh, seafood really. I don't really like seafood that much. I love seafood. I love shrimp. I
1: uh, you know, huge fan of like I mean, the the coconut shrimp at Outback. Oh my god, that's like I mean, I I w- went to Outback for my birthday last year. I think I'll probably be like, "Hey, yeah, Outback again." <laughs> Cuz their coconut shrimp is just it is it is to die for. It is literally like eating dessert like it's, I think you actually might like that, even though you're not a fan of seafood. I think you might like that because it's so sweet and it's like
0: it's, yeah, yeah. They got a, uh, they got like this uh, weird fast food place by my house, but it's like I don't know who the fuck, I don't know how this place stays in business, but it's a very specific kind of person that must go there because they got cars lining up all the time, and they sell gizzards and Ooh. and uh like fucking. The, just the weirdest like kinds of fish and uh just just nasty shit that like who is Fried frog frog yeah, like yeah, see. and it's all like it's like a fast food restaurant or they have a drive through and everything so and, like
1: it sounds like an actual like if beavis and Butthead, you know, and there's a running gag in that show where they would like cook, you know bugs or worms and shit and be like oh try the new curly fries like I don't know if
0: there's like uh, so what
1: if that was like actually like they opened a business and they're actually serving fried worms and people are like oh fried worms yeah it
0: just makes me feel like there's some kind of like there's some kind of like untapped Armenian population where I live and that place is like their jam you know and they're like finally we have gizzards you know like
1: (laughs) made the right way yeah, I agree with you on a lot of those like hated foods and stuff like that. Do you have like a fair? Do they, do you have like a fair in Jacksonville? I've have have had like, plenty
0: of affairs in my life. I've had several affairs and I'm not, no, I proud meant of like, them. Like a state fair. Oh, yeah, no, we do well are you talking about and
1: did they have like crazy food over yeah, there they
0: got the, you know they got the typical fucking fried snickers bar and fried oreo and all that shit and it, it is good but god you feel like I, I literally feel my body producing insulin after i eat it because it's like so bad <laughs> yeah. for you my body's like come on man like i just like you know i never thought you could feel your body producing insulin but i feel it after eating a fried oreo oh, i
1: felt i felt my arteries clogging up when i tried the double down sandwich at kfc which is just chicken, with cheese and bacon in the middle, with more chicken.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's just that that that's like almost more of a meme than anything else. It was it was almost worth them doing that for the meme alone. Like, oh my god, we made a chicken sandwich, and instead of bread, there's more chicken, and you gotta throw in bacon. Wap You know, I don't
1: know. Sounds like we repeated that that exact gag before, but we've done that before. Probably you know, it, just, just like a, you know,
0: just like we've uh,
1: broken record. done this before
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> Skeptic whistle had to bust that one out.
1: So, if you could experience any decade in time, what would it be and why? I definitely want to go uh, and experience the eighties just to watch all those classic films that I that I love in the theater, you know, and experience that with, you know, people who are seeing them for the first time and just to really get that whole special vibe and everything.
0: Uh, I'd like to... Honestly, this is going to sound really lame. Uh, I would like to be, like, of age. I'd like to be, like, 18. Or, no, I'd like to be 21 years old in 1990. And I would would love to go through the 90s as an adult instead of a kid. I I think that would be really cool. Like, the bands, the... the the 90s culture and being like you know on the front of the super nintendo getting released all these great pc games coming out all these great shows you know because people still you know rock alternative rock music was the top selling music back then all these great movies coming out into the theater for the first Mm -hmm. time you know i just really love the 90s a lot all the great cartoons and um, well, the 90s is great, too. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I just... Sure. Uh, that 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 would be a time that I would like to experience. Um, so, yeah. So, and then she goes on, uh, pet peeves. When I talk over you? That's a pet peeve. For the <laughs> listeners, too. Uh, it, it's gotten a little better, and I've gotten better at editing, so that's why you don't hear it as much. But on this one, uh, you might hear it a little more since it's more free form. Uh, a pet peeve of mine is people who walk in the fucking street uh as if my car isn't going to kill them if it hits them oh so pedestrians really like oh no 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 so people who don't use the crosswalk. yeah Yeah, people people like out here where i live it's not a particularly like well-to-do like part of town so Mm -hmm. people just kind of if i want to cross the street i'm just gonna walk in the middle of the road but not well i know not not only am i gonna walk in the middle of the road i'm going to walk like it's a a just lazy sunday afternoon and there's no uh there's not like an army of two-ton metallic boxes flying Mm. at them you know it's like are you people fucking stupid like if i was as casual and laissez-faire as all these people uh in the street like walking around the street i would have died by now i would have gotten hit by a fucking car
1: Well, I mean, I ran across the street and got hit. I wasn't, like, you know, lackadaisically just, like, skipping, you know, to my loo, you know.
0: Yeah, and and bicyclists, too, like, and there's this whole, mm -hmm. like, hot debate raging. Because there's these, like, people who live in Riverside, which is this tight-knit part of Jacksonville. And for a lot of them, the bicycle is their main means of conveyance. So they're, like, real quick to, like, yell at car drivers, like, you know, you got your fucking asshole, you almost fucking ran me off the road. And it's like, look, bitch, when you are riding your stupid little bicycle in the road with traffic that's Mm -hmm. going 40, 35 to 40 miles an hour, and you're putting along at a casual 12 miles an hour, you're going to piss off a whole line of cars that have to hang out behind you and i've seen instances where they could have squeezed off to the side of the road or they could ride on the sidewalk or something yeah. but no they choose to like it's almost as though they're being like fuck you man i'm making a i'm taking a stand i'm educating uh-huh. all of you right now by me riding in the middle of the road it's like dude that's so inconsiderate like i don't know i know this comment's going to piss off some people cuz like this is a really hot Debate about the bicyclist thing, but man, that pisses me off when they're just like, "La la la,", la casually in the middle uh-huh. of the road. Come, sometimes they're like swaying left to right, like just rubbing it in our faces that they're going way slower than the speed limit. That shit is really a pet peeve of mine, Morgan. I mm-hmm. have so many pet peeves. This could be a whole podcast in and of itself. <laughs> so. I got a couple.
1: Uh, the first one that really annoys me is when people just assume things about you. Like they just start, like in a forum or in a comment section or in a public discourse, they just start assuming shit about you. Like they know exactly what you what you're thinking, or they know exactly You know they know what you're gonna say, uh, and that pisses me off so much. Where they assume that you're guilty of something. Or they assume that you've done something that you haven't, or they're trying to insert words into your mouth. I fucking hate that so much. That's that's a great way for me to be like fuck you. (laughs) I mean, like I want to do that on on a forum, but I can't. Like a certain forum, like I can't because like it's not allowed to swear on because it's it's a sports blog, so you're not allowed to tell these fucking dumbass fans, you know. You're a fucking idiot. Like you're not allowed to do that. Geez, you can't. You so, can't swear
0: on a sports blog. That doesn't sound very. Not, not on this one.
1: Not on this one. But it's actually good because uh, compared to like other blogs, it's not a cesspool. So I'm okay with that. Um, but there's some posters, man, where I just want to just verbally just smack them across the fucking face. I'm so sick of their fucking attitude. But like in the whole thing where they just like that just irritates me so much. Where people just try to speak for me fuck you, you're not me, don't fucking do it. And I, I think that's something that is universal. I, I'm pretty sure you'd be, you know, irritated about that, too. Like, I think anybody, you know, who's listening would be irritated about that. People just assuming shit yeah, about you I, I, or trying to speak I, The first you. thing that
0: comes to my mind is whenever we, um whenever uh me and Stephanie go out and play a show and people assume that just because she's a female and, I, and I'm male that we are automatically... Boyfriend and girlfriend, yeah. married. Uh, they'll say things like, Your girl is really this, that and the other and I'm like, first of all, first of all, she's not my girl. So you know, and that's a big one. Yeah, I
1: bet Stephanie could relate too because she's probably like, he's not my boy. He's not my boyfriend. Like, don't get me wrong,
0: man. (laughs) Like, Stephanie's like a family member to me. Like, I really do like love her in a familial sense. But I'm not like Mm -hmm. in love with her in a relationship kind of way. She's just a very close person in my life, and she's like, like you know, like I said, she's like family. And being in a band and going and playing shows and doing all the stuff we do, you have to be on that level with someone. If you're not on that level, you're yeah. not going to really be able to tr- collaborate 100%. Mm-hmm. But it god is An- it's yeah. annoying when we go and play a show and you know, someone'll be like, "Oh yeah, your wife is awesome" or your girlfriend, it's like, "Dude, like mm-hmm. you guys are so like that's so like like ignorant for you to just assume because we're in a band together, you know, we're together." It's like that's i mean i get it to a certain degree because like if i'm going out to a bar and i see a guy you know sitting with a girl i i guess i assume that they're together as well but i don't know i, I just that that is a pet peeve of mm. mine and and for sure yeah. um so um one last one that i got is it's
1: it, i mean this is such a like me pet peeve because like barely nobody is really gonna relate to this But when I get stuff like at a thrift store or at some other shop and the item, like the book or the Laserdisc or the VHS or like a DVD and it's got this sticker that's on it that you can't... It's a pain in the ass to peel off. Like, it, it, it just... It's made out of like the shittiest material. Like, it'll damage the book or so I just leave it on the fucking book because if I try to take it off, it'll rip pieces off the book it literally will do that and then there's other ones where it's just such a pain in the ass to get off and then when you pull it off and it still leaves this like sticky ass residue on it and I'm just like I hate that like just just have like easy peel off stickers like stop being cheap like don't do that especially if you're trying to sell like vintage stuff like don't be fucking doing that cause you're like essentially lowering the value and ruining it cause you're putting this fucking big-ass value village sticker on it that if you try to take it off it'll fucking damage the the book or damage whatever it is oh i got i got
0: i got one more too uh forced updates or just updates in general (laughs) when when a computer windows yes windows is the worst perpetrator of this when a computer especially my laptop forces a fucking update on me and i can't do anything about it and i have to start a gig and it's like hold on we're just updating a few things this is gonna take quite they've literally told me before this is going to take some time
1: yeah exactly they put it's like they put a gun to your head it's like update like
0: you're gonna fucking update this this is a this is a very politically incorrect term but i call it update rape i really do like they are
1: well uh, they are not the only one there are a lot of people who do
0: use that yeah term. like to me it's like they are forcibly putting these updates on me and I can't and it fucks my shit up sometimes I've been at gigs before just sitting there with yeah. no music playing, with everyone staring at me because my whole setup is ready to go, and mm-hmm. I got to look at that stupid little cluster of circles going yeah. in circle to indicate the busy thing, and I'm like, I want to take this computer and slam it yeah. on the fucking ground the right now. The ones are so
1: frustrating, and the ones are like, yeah, they mean a while. They really do mean a while, like an hour yeah. or, or longer. And they than don't that.
0: even. I, Apple did an update one time and they updated the fucking Cantonese alphabet on my phone! <laughs> what the fuck is that? Why is that required? God, it's so it's so stupid. Yeah. Oh, it pisses me off so bad. Well,
1: the ones that get me mad is like, okay, like, thankfully I didn't have to do anything on my laptop. But like, I I'm I'm going to a class and I'm just alright. I have a decent enough battery left. I guess I'm just going to leave my computer on while it's doing its fucking update. And, like, the class was, like, two and a half hours and, like, only, like, an hour and, like, 30, 45 minutes into the class and finally got to, like, 3% or something. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Somehow, I don't know how, like, I I put, I, I didn't even, it's like, don't shut off your computer, you know, that whole thing. I I couldn't really, you know, I couldn't afford to, like, leave my computer open, my laptop open, while I'm, like, walking to the car, so I, you know, it's in my backpack, and then uh, the next day, it's dead, I'm thinking, like, it didn't fucking update, but I plug it in, and I guess it updated somehow, I guess, there was enough, enough battery and enough... Uh, time for it to do its freaking update apparently even though like it was not even close to being done when I closed the laptop so I guess, I guess that worked out alright so the next one she asks is like where Josh and Mike will go on their first IRL date in real life date first I love it, it was a saying like date it, yeah you know it wouldn't be something you know, it would be more like a meeting you know <laughs> <laughs> it would be more like an encounter <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. You know, we're into UFOs and aliens and shit. You know, it's our encounter.
0: I think Morgan was just being cheeky there.
1: I know. I know. I know she was. Um, I think it would have to be probably some kind of podcast uh, convention or something. You know, that that's really what it would be. Yeah, and, and right? it'd have to
0: be... We would have to get to the level of listenership to where people start reaching out to us to be a part of that thing. And it'd have to be one of those deals where they would pay for our travel and shit, because you yeah. know Mike, Mike's not a millionaire, neither am I, and you know it depends on how much work I'd have to miss, and if if we really felt if if, yeah. we, if, we, if we felt like sh- if, if by both of us being at some convention, if we had enough fans that were going to be there, where it would really like benefit us and 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 Mm -hmm. because i mean you network at those places too you meet other podcasters and you can you know work on future collaborations and all that and uh you know i think it would be great to meet the listeners i i really i've said this so many times i think our listeners are such great people in general and they would make great friends if they lived here you know in my city or whatever you know like i could totally see myself hanging out with most of you not all of you but most of you um so yeah, like probably something like that. I don't honestly. No offense to you, Mike, but there's nothing really in Washington that piques my interest to where I'd ever really want to visit. Um, well, yeah, I, I I know that. That's 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 fine. I mean, so you know, it's no problem. It's, uh, yeah, it'd have to be at some kind of convention or something. Um, so, it's just like asking for like
1: impressions, more impressions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What impression would you like me to do?
1: Well, I, I mean, I think she's just asking for more impressions. Period. I don't
0: really, like, I, I like my impressions. They, they have to be like in the moment, you know. Like when I busted out Jay Leno earlier, I just, it just I just, I felt it. I uh-huh. felt it, you know. So I did it. I can't really, yeah, I can't really do impression. I mean, I can do them off the top of my head. I used to be better. I used to be like better at doing accents and stuff. So this is a Rocky quote.
1: Took you ten years to get to my house, huh? What's the matter? You don't like my house?
2: Does my house stink? That's right. It stinks. I don't have no favors from you. Don't slum around me, talk about your prime. What about my prime, Mick? At least you had a prime. I didn't have no prime. I had nothing. Legs are going. Everything's going. Nobody's getting no nothing. Guy comes up, offers me a fight. Big deal. Want to fight the fight? Yeah, I'll fight the big fight. I wouldn't want to fight. You know what's going to happen to me? I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. And you want to be ringside to see it? Do you? Do you want to help me out? Huh? Do you wanna see me get my face kicked in? Legs ain't working, nothing's working, but they go go on, fight the chat. Yeah, I'll fight him. Get my face kicked in. And you come around here and you wanna move in here with me? Come on in. It's a nice house. Real nice. Come on, I didn't move. It stinks! This whole place stinks. <laughs> you wanna help me out? Well help me out. Come on, help me out.
0: I'm standing here. <laughs> that was really good actually. That was a lot better than your Arnold. Yeah, I do a better show. Yeah, that was good. That was enjoyable. I actually liked that. (laughs) All right, guys. That's got to be the end of it. I got to uh, get ready for karaoke and all that shit, and this is uh, coming at two hours. So we really hope you enjoyed this fucking meandering, went nowhere, uh, just talked about everything under the sun uh, podcast, and... um, if you want to uh, check us out on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Uncovering and Explained Mysteries. You get the podcast early and we are getting better about producing bonus content. Uh, I was supposed to pre- produce something last week. I feel like we need to kind of figure out the schedule on what works best for us uh, time schedule wise for that. Um, I'm thinking uh, two bonus segments a month. That way, you know mike does one
1: i i I totally overstepped the boundaries yeah that was was that was that was a little uh,
0: (laughs) new bonus segment every week is just a little too much for me with my plate so i think one one from each of us a month is is good i think i i feel so i'll be working on that uh sometime this week and then mike will start off next month with one so anyway uh if you want to catch us on youtube because we both have our own youtube channels which we've been blabbering on about this entire time. or uh, <laughs> Mike is uh, youtube.com slash OCP Communications. He's, he's obviously the fucking movie guy. He talks about movies. What was the last movie you talked about, Mike? A
1: underrated, uh, lesser-known film called Rituals. Great film. Uh, highly recommend it. It's actually on YouTube, so you can actually uh, watch it on YouTube. Uh, it's been unfairly aligned as just some lazy canadian ripoff of deliverance and it's so
0: much more than that fantastic sweet great movie awesome so go and check that out go over to his channel if you want to hear him talk about that and many other movies the dude's been around since like the beginning of youtube almost he's got like five (laughs) thousand videos up there uh if you want to check me out it's youtube.com slash dancing with ghosts um i do all kinds of different videos um my last video was actually a trailer for my new album hex by my band dancing with ghosts you guys have been really supportive in the past by buying my albums even the band t-shirt so i appreciate that i'd really appreciate it if you at least check out the teaser to the uh, album i'm probably going to put it at the end of this podcast too you can get an idea of what songs are going to be on there uh for the long time listeners there are some uh, similar songs that are on this album. Uh, They've been remastered, reworked, and Stephanie's on them now. That's why they're on here. I want to make just one cohesive album that we could sell to fans instead of having two you know, because I had Koyan Scottsy, then I had Nightmare Inside You and people were like, well, which one do I get? And it was hard for me because it's like, well, my first album has some good songs on it. And my second album has some good songs on it. Why don't I just take the best of both worlds and make one album and add some new stuff to it and make it the best version of Dancing with Ghosts it can be. So if you want to uh, get that album or shirts or whatever, there's a link to that in the bio of this podcast. Um But now I talk about TV shows, product reviews. I drink a 10-year-old can of Budweiser water. I talk about Michael Jackson's Leaving Neverland. All that kind of shit. Um, So, yeah, I think that's the end of the podcast. So, uh, until next week, ladies and gents, uh, don't die. See ya.
2: This is where the law stops. And I start. Sucker. Crime is a disease. And I'm the cure consider that a divorce put the cookie down i'll be back see you at the party richter Court turned.
1: i uh picked up uh the time life releases of the best of beavis and butthead like the older dvds i uh-huh. actually picked them up at goodwill recently uh it was a pretty cheap deal
0: um is that the reason the, why is, is that the Mike Judge uh the Mike Judge collection no
1: no it's the original Time Life release releases I don't think I know about which, those uh, they originally came on VHS and then they released some on DVD and the reason why I picked them up is because some of the sets they actually do have some of the the episodes that are not on the Mike Judge collection because you know he's got a hair up his ass and is all like oh they're offensive or something so.
0: no what it was it, them- it, no it was purely a f- the fact of getting the clearing for like all the music videos that's no no
1: it's not it's not that it, that's that's the simplified version of it because uh there isn't that many of them that are in that set that have the music videos but there's a lot of episodes Josh that are not even in the Mike judge collection because Mike judge specifically said he didn't want them in there
0: well, yeah, he's he's he made this quote where he said, I think he said something like, "Uh, twenty-five percent of Beavis and Butthead episodes are great, fifteen percent are okay, and the rest are just garbage or something like that." Yeah,
1: no, but there's ones that he he actually left out of that set. He said, "Don't put these on the set because he doesn't he did, legitimately does not like them. Well, he the, thinks the... that they uh represent Beavis and Butthead as like bad influences and like you know really just." Assholes without any endearing qualities. And yeah. when I when I saw <laughs> some, some of, them, of the Yeah, some of them do uh some episodes yeah. definitely do portray yeah. them in that light. And I did see some of those recently, and I was like, Yeah, I can see why. But it kind of adds to uh that's that's a part of the characters, it's a part of the legacy. You know, it's a part of the counterculture thing. That's a big reason why they were so popular is because they were just assholes. You know, I recently watched the 90s? uh
0: cuz I have this big torrent of like every single season, every episode yeah. uncut The King
1: Turd collection. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> King Turd. It's just funny hearing you say King Turd. Um <laughs> but no, I I like w- picked like a random episode from like season 3, and I just put it on and um uh uh-huh. Yeah, you know, there's some great moments on that show, but man, there's some episodes that are just like this is so stupid even for yeah. me. Like even, yep. even I like I love stupid humor, but God yeah, damn! I watched I watched some of them because uh, it
1: was like a compilation that had a bunch of random episodes. It was called Work Sucks, and so there was a lot of a lot of the ones had the ones where they work at uh, the Burger World and everything, and those those were pretty fun. Yeah, and like but like I would th- say one of the funniest ones. It was like this is one that is not on the Mike Judge collection. It's called Sperm Bank, and they go to a sperm you know bank you know to you know jizz in a cup, you know, that kind of thing. But there's this one guy who is Stuart's dad, who's there, and he can't get it up, and then the, near the end of the episode, there's, like, this just craziness that ensues because Beavis and Butthead, they're so excited to jerk off in a cup that and get paid for it, that they run over the cart that had the sperm in it and destroy it, so now the guy's like, oh, we need sperm, doesn't matter what it is, is. Doesn't. they can fail the IQ test, it doesn't matter, I need, I need your sperm. And, and so... It's uh, it's Stewart's dad who's trying to, you know, his his wife's trying to get the sperm, and then he finds out that it's beavis and butthead, and you know, he gets pissed <laughs> off, and then he actually slips and like falls and like knocks himself out, and then butthead's like, <laughs> he's fallen and he can't get it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so some of those earlier episodes too like the that incessant laughing, uh it really yeah. it really <laughs> yeah, 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 it really grates on you after a while mm-hmm. like okay, this is this is actually kind of annoying. Like yeah. they 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 dialed it they they refined it like later mm-hmm. on i think and the animation in the oh, earlier the episodes the animation too. was terrible but that that doesn't so much bother me cuz it's like part of the aesthetic but like mm-hmm. yeah they, it, pretty much beavis and butthead the movie was almost i would say the epitome of like what beavis and butthead was and like what was good about it like it was just the right yeah. it's like just the right amount of everything and uh d- you know Mm-hmm. The animation was really well done because anytime, you, yeah, any. had you ever noticed back in the '90s, anytime like a show was adapted into a movie, like Rugrats or whatever the show yeah. was, the animation got like a thousand times better in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I remember seeing Rugrats. But Rugrats
1: just looked weird anyway. Still, in in you know with the with the animation for the film because it's still trying to capture this class you know class B cuspo animation style, which is just ugly to be honest
0: yeah i don't know but i remember seeing the movie and same with like dog well, yeah the or, opening
1: credit sequence for sure like that was really but it's almost like they went from bigger.
0: it's almost like they i think now looking back they went from like hand-drawn style for the show and they did cgi it, yeah cgi for the CG, movie yeah yeah